Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, human fools. This is Hub. As you've probably noticed, for every day of February, we are focusing on the first appearance of a different black comic book hero. For today's episode, we are going to take a look at Bronze Tiger. Bronze Tiger, aka Ben Turner, aka in his first four appearances for some reason, Ben Stanley, is a fairly important character in the DC Universe. He probably became most popular during his work with Suicide Squad, and he's really one of the main members of that team. The team is mostly made up of criminals who have, like, control collars and are doing work for the government in exchange for having their record cleared and being let out of jail, and they get sent on dangerous missions and stuff. But Bronze Tiger is one of the few heroes who is there voluntarily, and he's often a squad leader and in charge of things. He's a martial arts hero. He is one of the few martial artists who is capable and has on multiple occasions defeated Batman, which is cool. It doesn't necessarily translate to him being more powerful than others, though. Like, Batman's beaten pretty much everybody else, and it doesn't seem to mean that Bronze Tiger can beat everybody that Batman can beat. He can just beat Batman. So I guess it's like a matchup problem. Like, right now, the Portland Trailblazers just beat the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors are probably a much better team than the Portland Trailblazers, but there are some matchup problems, and I think that's kind of where Bronze Tiger v. Batman fits in. He first showed up in the pages of Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter, which is a comic book that I really want to like, but kinda don't, which is a shame. He and Richard Dragon are both trained in Kung Fu and are kind of tied maybe with uh, Lady Shadow for the best kung fu people in the DC universe. He spent a lot of his time when he first became Bronze Tiger as opposed to Ben Turner. He was brainwashed by the League of Assassins and spent a lot of time with the League of Assassins and was, I believe, one of their main trainers. And he helped train Cassandra Kane for the League of Assassins, who became Batgirl for a while. He, he's kind of an all-purpose, like, floating sensei in the DC universe. Many martial arts experts have been trained by him. And he's the Bronze Tiger. So, let's take a look at his first appearance back in Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter, number one. Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter, number one. May 1975, written by Jim Barry and Denny O'Neill, illustrated by Leopoldo Duranona. First appearance of Bronze Tiger, a.k.a. Ben Turner, a.k.a. in this issue, Ben Stanley, in a story entitled Coming of a Dragon. Ben Turner and Richard Dragon are best pals and are super good at kung fu. Fifteen years ago, Richard was a punk kid who broke into a temple in Kyoto to steal a statue. A nice old man knew his name and asked him not to steal it, so Rick tried to beat him up. He failed. Then Rick pulled a knife on him and tried to stab him. He failed again. Then Ben Turner came out and offered Rick some tea. So Rick said some shitty, super racist shit to Ben. Rick called him an ape and a refugee from a minstrel show and tried to beat him up. He failed. 
Ben threw him into a pond, and then they drank tea together. The old man is the O-sensei, and has been teaching Ben Kung Fu. He offers to teach Rick as well. Rick accepts. Rick spends six years training with the O-sensei and Ben, and then the O-sensei tells Ben and Rick that they are all learned up and they should go have adventures. Good timing, because a smarmy dude in a fedora named Barney Ling shows up and tells them that he has a mission for them. Barney works for an organization called G-O-O-D. He tells them that what the letters stand for isn't important, and for some reason, everyone's fine with that. Good wants Ben and Rick to stop an international slave trader named Aki. Ben doesn't like Barney, but he thinks that slavery is bad, so he and Rick agree to go. Ben and Rick go to the Sudan and get purposefully captured by Aki's men. They get put in cages with other potential slaves, but they have a lockpick. They break out, free the other captives, and kung fu the shit out of all the slave traders. Aki shoots Ben, which pisses off Rick. Rick kung fu's Aki through a window, and he is soon ripped apart by a crowd of recently freed former slaves. Hooray. Also, Ben was only grazed by the bullet. Hooray. And there you have the first appearance of Ben Turner, who becomes Bronze Tiger. As for the issue, eh, couldn't really get into it. The artwork seemed kind of rushed, and that would actually make sense because there is a different artist for each of the first four issues of this, and they all seem kind of rushed. I I think one of the worst examples, uh, unfortunately, is the fourth issue is by Jack Kirby, and it seems really phoned in, and his style does not work well with it. But that's also the case for the Jim Starlin issue which I love Jim Starlin and his art, and it's with inks by Al Milgram, and I love Al Milgram, but that also didn't really fit and seemed really rushed. Yeah, so they get really good artists to work on this, and then there's no consistency and it doesn't really fit. The first four issues are the adaptation of a novel that was written by Denny O'Neill and Jim Barry under the very clever pseudonym Jim Dennis, that I think was supposed to be their pitch for a series of books, kind of like the Remo Williams Destroyer series, which has like... 160 books in it and they're terrible but they're actually really fun uh this one didn't do so good so it was only the one book but then they licensed it to dc and turned it into the comic book i think probably the best part of the issue is there's a fictional biography of the writer jim dennis which is really goofy and and pretty fun like i said i really want to like the richard dragon series but i just don't and part of my problem with this issue is they make young rick such a piece of shit and so racist and murderous and unsympathetic that when over the next page in a montage he transforms into being a complete Mary Sue character who's wonderful at everything, or I guess I heard the phrase recently uh, referring to a male character who is kind of a Mary Sue as a Gary Stew who is wonderful and enlightened and the best at kung fu in the world, that I just don't give a shit about him and I kind of want to see him fail. They make him so unsympathetic and then immediately transform him to be so good that I don't give a fuck. Ben definitely comes off as the best character in this book and is actually pretty well written and and well developed and is just like seems like a super nice, super mellow guy who's really cool and really good at kung fu. They do a weird thing where in this, he is named Ben Stanley, and that's for the adaptation of the novel. I think after these four issues, they change his name to Ben Turner for reasons I'm not entirely clear about, and they change his origin as from having grown up in Harlem, which is the case in this issue, it mentions it briefly, to being from a rich suburb of Detroit. Not sure why they did that. I kind of like that they did. I feel like in popular culture around this era, 
being from Harlem is just shorthand for black. And I think it's nice that they're trying to at least address the idea that there might be other black experiences. So that's kind of good. Favorite part of the issue? Yeah, I liked seeing young Ben kind of toss young Rick around and throw him into a pond. That was, that was pretty fun. Although, yeah, like I said, I think my favorite part was the fictional biography for Jim Dennis that is included in the issue. Yeah, Bronze Tiger's most iconic dialogue. There's a few to choose from, and I, I do like the scene where he keeps offering Rick tea, and that's nice. But I think my favorite, it's just one panel where he and Rick are co-kicking a door down. And it's a pretty cool panel, actually. Like I said, not crazy about most of the art in this issue, but the panel where they are both at the same time, kicking a door down with their bare feet. And Ben is just yelling, Key? Yay! He's probably not saying it like that. It's probably more of an exclamation. But I like it, and as a martial arts expert, that is very good in keeping with his character. And there you have the first appearance of the Bronze Tiger. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. This has been really fun. Thank you for joining me on this adventure. Talk to you later. Bye.